Welcome to the Pantsuit Nation podcast. Pantsuit Nation is an online community of 3.7 million people who have come together to resist the current administration through activism, advocacy, and the power of personal narrative. Uh, my name is Courtney Tunis, and I am one of the leaders of this organization. And usually I'm here with Libby Chamberlain, but she is um, on her way back from D.C. where she's doing some pretty cool tech-related professional development. So um, we'll look forward to having Libby back next week. But for now, I'm really excited to be able to welcome back a guest that we have had on the podcast previously. Um, Rita Bosworth is the founder and visionary behind Sister District, and she oversees all aspects of the project. Um, You should definitely go back and listen to our first episode with Rita, but I will be sure to ask her to do a little bit of a a recap on what Sister District is up to. But um, under her leadership, Sister District Project has become one of the most vibrant and focused grassroots organizations to spring up after the 2016 election. And we're really, really lucky to have her back to give us an update. So welcome back, Rita. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. So let's start with a quick recap of just what Sister District does for any of our listeners who maybe haven't heard the first time you're on the podcast or haven't been able to encounter Sister District in their own lives yet. Yes, absolutely. So the idea behind Sister District is that Democrats are actually a majority of the country. We won the popular vote in 2016 by almost 3 million votes. But we don't have a majority of power in government, not Mm. any level of government. So there's a real imbalance between what the population wants and who we are and who we represent um, in terms of our values and and what's being perpetrated um, in government. Mm. And so the idea is We who live in these really progressive areas, a lot of us live in cities where it's very, very blue. We've got to get out there and help elect folks to um, to office who are going to bring balance back to our government. So we, you know, if you live in a really blue area, maybe your congressperson or your senator agree with you already. You call them, you feel powerless. You've got to use your energy, uh, kind of get past those political boundaries, go somewhere where you can help somebody somewhere else get elected, and that's how we're going to rebalance the power. And so um, we focus exclusively on state legislative races. So we identify state legislative races that are strategic for Democrats, um, largely because states control redistricting, and that has an effect on who we send to Congress, which is part of the problem. Mm. And then um, when you join sister district, you're put into a team in your community, and then you're matched with a race that's maybe somewhere somewhere else in the country, and you can actually support another candidate, a Democrat, running in a competitive race and use your energy to help get that candidate elected. So we're really trying to leverage all of the energy that we have. We're trying to leverage our majority and use it in a strategic way to get Democrats elected um, at the state level. I love this project so much because one of the things that we see fairly regularly in Pantsuit Nation is that when we write something like call your senators or call your elected officials, um, I I see the frustration that people say, you know, I already know how my senator is going to vote. They're behind this or they're against this. And this gives people an opportunity to channel that energy that they have in wanting to make a difference and get to those places where um, that energy is really critical and is going to feel um, not only actually have an, an impact, but you can kind of feel it palpably. Um, I know I live in Massachusetts, which is right up against New Hampshire, which is a place that is consistently purple. Um, and that gives us a chance to, as Massachusetts people, um, kind of get out there on behalf of our neighbors to the north and say, you know, how can we help you feel represented by your government since we feel represented by ours? Yeah, 
Yes, actually, New Hampshire is one of the states that we are um, working in this year. It's it's a really critical race because we have an opportunity to flip one of their state chambers. Mm. Um, and that's what we do is we're trying to help folks in these states who maybe don't have the organization or the grassroots, but they really do strongly believe in these issues, and we're trying to give them the, the support that they need. Um, and we found that people get really excited about this because there is this frustration about not being able to do something where you live, but we know that we're not being adequately represented across the country. And so um, it's been exciting both for our volunteers who are taking the actions, but also for those folks in the states where we're working who are so thankful for the support um, from fellow Americans who want to who want to kind of bring balance back to the country. That's great. So right now we're in a particularly critical moment about, you know, less than 60 days before the midterms. So why is it so important for people to do this volunteering right now rather than just getting out and voting on Election Day itself? Yes, well, I think something that sums it up really well is that in the 2016 election, more people did not vote than the number of people that voted for either presidential candidate. Hmm. So what that means is there are a lot of people out there who didn't participate, and that's why we're in the situation that we're in. That's why a minority of the country is able to control our federal government, our state governments, our Supreme Court. Um, this is not reflective of the population. I mean, I think if you look at the overall electorate, um, Donald Trump was elected by, by like less than 30% of the electorate. Mm. Um, so that's really frustrating and disappointing, but it's also hopeful because it means that if we can motivate people and energize people and activate people to actually vote, then there is a real shot for us to to flip the script and bring balance back to our government. And so that's why, you know, yes, we all must vote, absolutely, but we also all must spend some time, especially now in these critical last few months before the election, volunteering to get other people to vote, bringing people to the polls, spreading the word about why it's important to vote, telling people about what candidates and what issues are on the ballot, talking about it in your communities. These are all things that are going to raise the level of civic engagement. We're going to activate that block of people that didn't vote in 2016. And then whichever way it comes out, it's always better to have more people voting. Mm. That's going to um, create elected officials and policies that are more reflective of the electorate. I love that so much um, since I know that that I feel the same way that the obviously like I have um, dogs in this fight in terms of who I want to see elected. But the critical bottom line is are this are our elected representatives actually representative of what people want? And unless people get out there and and demonstrate that in the vote, then we really, um, you know, we're not getting that that result. Um, So I think one of the things that people um, sometimes have a little bit of trouble with is kind of getting started with doing this type of volunteering. And so I was wondering if you could kind of go to kind of step one, step two of what it looks like to enter into a volunteer position with something like Sister District? Yeah, it's a great question because a lot of people haven't done it before. A lot of people are a little nervous about it. And I will say up front that I I was never really a volunteer and activist before 2016. Mm. Um, this is all kind of new to me too, but but I've obviously jumped in at first. Um, but really the great <laughs> thing is that anybody can do it and there's something for everyone. So all you really have to do to begin with is find a group that resonates with you. Find a group that's doing the work or focusing on the issue that you care about. Um, We at Sister District, uh, we are very focused on winning back power in the state, so helping elect state legislators 
to office, which will um, which will help us get a more balanced Congress. And so, you know, if that's, if that's something that's interesting to you, you can go to our website, sign up to volunteer. And all you do at first is you're just adding your name to our email list. And you're going to start getting information. And that's probably how it is with most groups. You're going to start getting the information about what's going on, what the opportunities are, what the issues are, because the first step is always to educate yourself. And then you can kind of dip your toes in. Um, there are any number of volunteer opportunities. If you hate talking on the phone and you hate talking to other people, you can write postcards or send text messages to voters. Those are things that you can do by yourself, in your home, um, but it's still making a huge difference in terms of reaching out. Some people love talking on the phone. They love reaching out to voters. They love making those calls. And again, you can do that in your home. Um, and so there are many, many phone-making opportunities mm-hmm. for all of these candidates. <laughs> uh, some days you want to talk to people <laughs> and some days you don't. So you could do one on one day and one on the other. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And then, of course, there are canvassing opportunities where you, um, you can go and knock on doors for these candidates, either where you live or, or you can travel and knock on doors for candidates. Um, all of these campaigns are driven by volunteers. None of them work without volunteer efforts and people that are putting in the time to, to talk to folks. It's just impossible for one person to talk to tens of thousands of, of people. And so they rely on volunteer teams. And you'd be amazed at how much of a difference one volunteer can make mm. um, for a campaign. It's really worthwhile work. Um, and you'll feel like you're doing something. And you, what you don't want is on November 7th, the day after the election, to look at the results and think back and say, wow, I could have spent a couple hours doing something and that would have made a difference. Mm. Yeah, I, I want to um, emphasize that the work that you do on the state level, um, your impact is really like multiplied when you are working for these things that are sort of smaller campaigns with smaller budgets that are on a state level, that the impact that one individual person can have volunteering their time for a state level office um, can be just it can really make a difference. It can make a difference between someone knocking on the amount of doors that will get out the voters to to get um, those votes. And we've heard many stories about people winning by really slim voting margins. And that's the kind of thing that really matters. And um, sometimes I think people can feel a little bit lost when it comes to a national election. Um, that, you know, how how does it matter what I do? And working with a group like Sister District at the state level to sort of get your feet wet and get um, – you know, have your first volunteer experiences be at the state level where you can kind of understand what the different elements are of a campaign and where you can be um, helpful and work uh, is is really awesome and kind of a good prep work if you want to maybe start at the state level now and then get excited about um, joining the national campaign in 2020. Oh, totally. And state races are, are so fun in that respect because they're more local. So you can actually usually meet and talk to the candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, you also are having an upbound effect. So when you're knocking on doors or making calls for a local candidate, those voters are going to vote up ticket. And so you're helping, especially this year where congressional candidates are on the ballot ballot. If you're working for a state candidate, you're helping those democratic congressional candidates as well. And, and in a presidential year, be, you, you know, you'd be helping them too. And the campaigns are smaller. And so when you have a campaign where the budget is a hundred thousand dollars versus $5 million, I mean, every, door knock, every phone call, every $20 you donate, that goes way further in these local races. And the, and the truth is, Courtney, that these state races, um, who controls state legislatures, has much more of an impact than people realize. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know in the news we're seeing the national issues and the national policies, but it is the state 
that are deciding things like voting rights, women's rights, environmental regulation, gun control. All of that is legislation being passed on the state level. And we saw an amazing example of that last year in Virginia when we supported um, we supported uh, 14 candidates and 13 of our candidates won. In amazing. Virginia, um, it was monumental because they we won, uh, we ended up getting to 49 out of 100 uh, representatives in the House of Delegates for Democrats. And even though we didn't have a majority, even though we only now have 49, Virginia was able to pass the Medicaid expansion. And now 400,000 people in Virginia have access to health insurance that didn't before. And so when you get power in the state, you gain leverage. We didn't even have a majority, but Republicans saw the writing on the wall and they, they passed medic- the Medicaid expansion. And so these these state representatives are so much more important than we think they are. And of course, the big issue for us is gerrymandering, mm-hmm. state control redistricting. And so when we get power back in the states, we will have fairer maps, which will help us gain power in Congress. So in every respect, working at the state level, it's helping not just locally, but it's, has, it's having a ripple effect up, up the ballot. It's very strategic and very, um, very valuable. That Virginia example is so perfect. It's just exactly what you talked about. It's not about even having the majority in Virginia. It's about having that leverage and having the message sent to the entire body of that legislature that this is what people want. And that means that um, people on the other side of the aisle are more willing to come to the table and talk about it when they've been sent a very clear message by the people in their state that these are the policies that we support. Um, and yeah, I just, I could like fangirl about the amazing work that you guys have done, um, that you did with Virginia (laughs) for so long since that's just, um, the day I just, I remember the day after, um, the Virginia house of delegates election and just feeling so positive in a way that I hadn't in a long time, um, coming out of 2016 and just like, we can do this. And it's groups like yours that are allowing us to actually like pull the levers necessary to get it done. Um, so I, I can't thank you guys enough for, for all that you do. Um, it's amazing. Well, thank you. It's, it's been amazing. And, and it's obviously been such a, such a group effort. And, and there's a lot of folks in the ecosystem working on this stuff, but I think the key is every person, every ordinary citizen, even if you haven't been engaged before, every single person can make a difference. And actually, we, we all have to do something. That's the key, because when we don't act, um, we get railroaded. So, so I think it is exciting. And I think it is possible. And the key is just that we all have to act. Absolutely. So Rita, where can our listeners find more information about Sister District, follow you on social media, that kind of stuff? Yes, well, you can go to our website at sisterdistrict.com. And if you just click the big orange button in the middle of the website that says join us, um, you can you can get signed up and you'll get matched with your team and you'll start seeing all of the volunteer opportunities. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at, at Sister District and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Sister underscore District. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast, Rita. This was so great. And I look forward to an update on how all of the races that you're supporting turn out in November. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much, Courtney. This week's Pantsuit Nation podcast is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means that you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. 
Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com pant and use the code pant, P-A-N-T, to get $45 off of your first month and show your support for this show. That's pant, P-A-N-T, and Talkspace.com pant. It was so amazing to have Rita join us again. Definitely check out Sister District. That's such a great thing that you can do. Um, And this is a good opportunity to transition into our calls to action this week. We are still, of course, working on stopping Brett Kavanaugh from getting on the Supreme Court. Every day, new information comes out about why he would be such a disastrous choice. Um, Fivecalls.org still has their confirmation tracker up where you can see each and every senator and where they stand on the confirmation. Um, So check to see where your senator is. And um, there are a few different options on Five calls for scripts, whether you want to lean on voting rights or reproductive rights um, or just the general block Kavanaugh script. Um, So make sure that you call your senators no matter where they are on this tracker. Um, Thank the ones that are already voting no. Lean very hard on the ones that are in the middle. Make sure that they know that you want them to vote against this confirmation. And for the ones that are voting yes, let them know that you are really disappointed in this vote and that you're going to do everything you can to make sure that they no longer have their seat when it comes up for election. Um, so check out fivecalls.org for scripts and f- call numbers for your um, your elected representatives. And also last week we went through a ton of calls to action um, on a variety of different topics, and we have a roundup of all of those on our Medium page. So check out medium.com slash pantsuitnation to find all of that information for a um, variety of things that you can do, not just this Kavanaugh nomination, but a number of the things that we discussed last week. And thank you so much for getting out there. Um, as Rita said, it can be a little bit hard to do it at first, But once you start volunteering, you're really going to get into it. Um, So make those calls, uh, get out, knock on doors, do whatever you need to do. Um, So now it is time for the golden pantsuit. And uh, this week's golden pantsuit is a really great example of how sometimes um, making a powerful statement means recognizing the specific moment that you have to speak up and and stepping into it and just doing what you need to do in the moment that you have. And that's exactly what our Golden Pantsuit winner this week did. Um, Emily Sioma is the Miss America contestant from Michigan. And she sees the one opportunity that she knew she was going to have guaranteed access to the massive audience and used it to call attention to the ongoing Flint water crisis. Um, So let's listen to how she introduced herself uh, for the pageant. From a state with 84% of the U.S. fresh water but none for its residents to drink, I am Miss Michigan, Emily Sioma. So... uh, Hopefully you caught that, but if you didn't, what she said is, from the state with 84% of the U.S. fresh water, but none for its residents to drink, I am Miss Michigan, Emily Sioma. And normally when the contestants are doing their intros, they give a little tidbit about their state or or themselves. And um, what Emily did was take advantage of that opportunity to call attention to the fact that this is an utter travesty, that it is still going on, that there isn't clean, fresh water for the residents of Michigan, particularly considering that statistic about the fresh water percentage that Michigan has um, takes up for the country. And Emily told BuzzFeed News that she knew unless she made this particular um, 
statement at this moment, she might not get another chance because she'd have to make it uh, later and later into the competition, continue to win um, and get into further rounds in order to be able to speak out on the issues that she thought were most important. And so what she did was she took this moment, what could be her only moment to speak to the millions of people watching and seize her chance. And um, I think that's an amazing thing to do to use uh, your platform, no matter how short of an amount of time um, to call attention to an issue that is critically important. And the water crisis that's ongoing in Flint is one of those. So golden pantsuit to Emily Sioma from Michigan. Um, so that brings us to the end of the episode this week. Thank you so much to our guest, Rita Bosworth, to our sponsor, Talkspace, and to our team at Cadence 13. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at pantsuitnation.org. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at pantsuitnation. Subscribe to our Messenger platform on Facebook by going to our Facebook page and clicking sign up. And of course, check out all of those calls to action on our Medium site, medium.com slash pantsuitnation. And we'll be back next week and hopefully Libby will be here with me and until then please remember that this democracy is your democracy so stay engaged.